0: yesterday actually I'm going to tell the circumstances of this interview as well Uh, yesterday I was very very lucky lucky enough to talk to Georgia Knott uh, of course of Brood's fame but this interview is not about Brood's this is about her new solo project called the Venus Venus Project um an album that was entirely created by women. It was produced by women. Everything, women. Everything. And I also believe she's performing only with women on stage when she performs these songs. <laughs> I
1: thought you meant in the audience. <laughs> Commitment, like oh, yeah. women in the audience. <laughs> the
0: only woman allowed to view. <laughs> um, I was very, very lucky. Um, but it was a very stressful day for me yesterday. And it was. Uh, this is a phone to phone interview. So when you hear my voice. On this recording, it sounds very different from how it sounds right now. I sound about 10 years younger, um, and my line, uh, just as a disclaimer, is very, very weak, but her line is very strong, so you can hear her answers. Um, You might struggle to hear my questions a little bit. They're just a bit more quiet and a bit more broken up. Um, That's because... Quality is what matters. Yeah, the content con- The quality. content is still cool and you, she talks about her new album which is being released tomorrow um, on Thursday the 8th which is, just happens to be International Women's <gasps> Day. Uh, very good timing for her. Um... Also, disclaimer, there are a few swears. So if you have kids, just block their ears, please. Put the cotton wool in the ears. There's three swears. I counted them. So, (laughs) just to make sure. (laughs) But you're listening to student radio, so that shouldn't really bother you too much. Um, Yeah, so... I was supposed to interview her at a certain time in the morning, but unfortunately, due to some scheduling clashes that she had, they had to push the interview a little bit further back, which is totally fine, just that I wasn't prepared for that. So I'd booked out a quiet room to do my interview in, and that quiet room was booked for the time that um Shoot. she <laughs> had uh, rearranged me to talk to her. Uh, so I, in a frenzied panic, ran into R1 and found our wonderful music director, Erin. And I just, I was like, Erin, I just need, I need, I'm like sweating, I'm out of breath. And she thinks something's wrong. She's like, Wave, are you okay? Fresh of flu? Are you okay?
2: Yeah. fever? Have you been to Nigeria recently?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was on my knees. Like, I was, <laughs> have black spots all over my skin. Like, help me, Erin, please. Um... I was like, "Please, I just need somewhere quiet to do an interview. It's quite an important interview." Uh, and she put me away in the little performing studio, and then I got to li- I lay on the floor, <laughs> and conducted this interview. <laughs> it's really funny because, like, as a backup for these kind of interviews, you want to have some sort of other recording. Yes. And obviously, I don't have all this expensive equipment. Like, I have a recording app on my phone, mm-hmm. but I also videoed the interview on my laptop so that I got the audio from the video. Good. I'm a professional. Yeah. Um, so we're going to play both channels, crossing
2: <laughs> over. The echo is amazing. <laughs> <coughs>
0: um, and it was really funny because I didn't watch the video back, but like I kind of scrolled through it quite much, yes. And it's so funny, Like my <laughs> facial expression the whole time. And also, because I, I get quite nervous before I talk to these kind oh. of people. Um I was practicing how I was going to pick up the phone and it's, it's in the video, and that's quite funny oh, as left well. left hand,
1: right hand? Oh my gosh, I say? No,
0: no, not the physical, like the spoken. Like, Just should I the video. come out with the kia like how are you? Or hi, should Georgia. I come out with the hi, Georgia? Georgia. It's Wendy from Critic Magazine
1: and Radio One.
0: And Radio One. <laughs> <laughs> Critic Taorui and Radio Don't One. Don't worry, I'm a woman. <laughs> safe space
1: georgia
0: <laughs> so yeah it was a pretty stressful uh, lead up and and i got into the studio about three minutes before this interview was supposed Whoa. to start so i was almost in tears yeah it was oh, a little bit geez. well this is quite you know this is an important interview and it's a really important topic to talk about it's something oh, i'm God, very yeah. passionate about personally so the interview is about 15 minutes long uh just to reiterate my line is very weak i sound very different and there are swears but It's still interesting to hear what she has to say. It also starts very abruptly and ends very abruptly. Mm. So there might be... um, So keep it locked.
1: Don't
0: be be fooled. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. locked. And nothing is going wrong. It's just because the trimming, so that I don't have any personal information in the beginning and end isn't in there. All good. Anyway, just enjoy. Um, This is Georgia Not talking about the Venus Project with me today for Critic Magazine um, to be transcribed in Critic Magazine, but um also to broadcast you, us. you get a sneak preview you get a sneak preview if you're listening to the couple of people that are still listening to the show yes lucky you okay cool um enjoy this and we'll be back in about 15 minutes hey
1: Georgia how are you oh, good
2: thanks are you in Auckland at the moment yeah oh cool oh you're back home nice
1: yeah so good
2: yeah, is the weather good up there at the moment? Because it's shit in Dunedin.
1: Oh, really? It's so yeah. nice up here.
2: Oh, that's so cool. Anyway, let's get started. So, Volume One is being released in a couple of days. How are you feeling in these last moments before release?
1: I think I'm finally like starting to get more excited than nervous. <laughs> like, I think for 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 the past like few months, it's just been like trying to get it finished and trying to, you know, tie up all the loose ends. And, you know, it's been pretty um, all over the place. But I think now that everything's just about to all unravel, it's quite a relief, even though, you know, we've still got two days, but it's been such a relief to kind of be at release week and know that it's, it's all come together.
2: Yeah, you're on the final home stretch now, eh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so <close. laughs>
2: like, Yeah. Are you doing anything for release day?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm so happy to be back in New Zealand for the release. I mean, it's, there's so much support of, um, of obviously, um, you know, New Zealand's so supportive of other Kiwis. But it's been awesome to be able to see this project get welcomed so much in New Zealand, and to be able to do the release here with um, my family and my friends and. Um, and uh, celebrate it with, you know, like, heaps of media outlets like you guys, and, and um, it's, yeah, I'm just going to be talking about it non-stop for the next three days, <laughs> and, um, and then, um, yeah, have a little release celebration on Thursday night.
2: Oh, that's so exciting. Um, so, obviously, all women created albums, How did the process differ for you when using an entirely female team to create this album compared to in the past when you've created albums with a a predominantly male team?
1: I think I had a lot more um, creative control and responsibility. Um, I mean, the whole thing started as just a passion project, basically, and it was just me trying to recruit um, other women that wanted to do it out of passion and... and, um, we all kind of drove it ourselves and um, it was really awesome you know it was I got to have so many conversations about things that I don't necessarily get to talk about that much and I got to you know um, I mean I don't really stop myself from crying in the studio when I'm with (laughs) but, but it was so nice to just like feel like I could just be emotional and still be about ba- about us, like just because I cried as a mean that I'm like not like tough as. Um, yeah, yeah, and and to be able to have like all this vision for for an album um, musically and 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 the and the I guess like what it stands for um, outside of just music is it's been so incredible to to finally see that all come to fruition and be like two days from releasing it and celebrating it.
2: Were there any other fully female produced albums that kind of were an inspiration beforehand?
1: I mean, I hadn't heard of it being done when I came up with the idea when I first started working on it, but there's been a lot of projects that have been ran, run by women. Um, Little Birds from the UK has done like a um, female collaboration EP and Jen Moore has been doing um, this big uh, music, oh, not music, but women in just creative industries, not uh, not just specific to music. And I think it's all of a sudden there's a lot of um, a lot of projects like this that are, you know, uh, using art to express um, a political or uh, I guess, I guess, like just. Oh, what is the word I'm looking for right now? <laughs> um, I think just to be able to express one, one's beliefs, beliefs, and and uh, oh god, I'm just like trying to figure out what oh, something word. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: I get the general idea. Yeah, it's all
1: good.
2: <laughs> um, could you tell me a bit more about the individuals in your team and what they all individually brought to the album? Because I'm sure that was a big part of the creative process.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, for the music side, actually the, the actual writing and producing of this record, I worked with um, Camila Mora, who is actually the key player for Broods, um, and uh, another awesome chick, Ceci Gomez. Um, and... I think for me i I had these demos and I had these ideas and to be able to work with somebody that um, has their own creative mark to put on it, it was really awesome to to actually feel like you know it wasn't just all on on me to, to make it happen <laughs> um, yeah, it was awesome like su- such an Fun way to to write an album when there's not like a huge expectation to make anything particularly particular in a musical sense, but um, yeah, it was awesome just to just for it to just to be all about expression, all about um, following our instincts is what we wanted to say as women.
2: Yeah, do you now feel that Broods in comparison to the Venus Project is a is a totally different outlet creatively and emotionally? Like, is the emotional investment different between those two projects?
1: I think previous Bruce albums, yeah, it's a different, it's a completely different kind of music, it's a completely different kind of expression, um, but through doing this project I feel like everything I've learned about myself and about what I feel as a human being and what I want to say um, through my work, I, I can now like take that into, music, into the next Broods album and, and that's really exciting for me to be able to have had this time to make something that means so much to me and to really discover a new side of myself and, and then use everything that I've learnt in upcoming Broods projects, that's, like, that's really exciting for me and I don't think that there will be such a huge difference between my investment in this next Broods record to this one. Okay.
2: Oh, cool. That's a really cool crossover that you've got going on. Um, Two singles you've released so far, Won't Hurt, Need a Man, could you talk me through the key messages behind the singles, like those two songs in particular?
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole record is is kind of in this vein of, um, you know, talking about things that are very personal to me and I wouldn't necessarily... You know, just start talking to somebody about before this project. (laughs) Um, But won't hurt for me. I wrote it almost two years ago, maybe actually two years ago. I don't really remember um, what what time of year it was. (laughs) Um, um, Yeah, it was for me. Like I've always been a very sensitive um, and emotional person, but also a very um, self-reflective person. since I was pretty young, and and um, I guess through this this album has been the most self-reflective piece of art I've ever made, and and a lot of it is about like my own mental health and my own uh, feelings and my own questions and and my own concerns about myself and the world that I am in and um, yeah, it's it's been really cool to kind of just say what is truly on my mind really bluntly, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, What I've Heard is obviously a little bit more of a self-reflective song, a little bit more of um, my own experiences with my own um, self-discovery and, and finding a way to see my weaknesses as something that I can use as, as um, a way to grow and, and actually... Make make them into um, my attributes, not not my weaknesses. And need a man is a bit more of a, of a angry at the people, <laughs> <laughs> angry at the way that it's been for so long. You know, the way that it's been, um, you know, this whole attitude of um, the victim is. At fault in in situations of injustice between, you know, abusive women and um, and I think for me it's been really frustrating seeing a lot of cases come out of um, through the media and through and into the public eye, and you see just how much men have got away with because of a poor justice system and and how you know the default to women coming out about abuse is we can't just go around saying shit like that. It's like, well, um, it happened and it's unfair and it's um, not okay to, you know, just, I guess, bury all these problems and all these issues and all these cases that have been buried. And, I mean, I think the the thing that really set me off was the case with um, the college student that the judge said that if he got charged with a uh, severe, I guess, a severe punishment. It would ruin his swimming career. And that just, oh, my God, it just made me so fucking mad. I couldn't help. <laughs> yeah, so angry. Yeah. And I think all those kind of cases that were coming out, and I was hearing about all these women that had been, you know, suppressed from getting justice because they didn't want the man to be, I guess, like held back for being responsible for such an act and, and um yeah and it's it's just so so not okay, and I think I wanted to just say really bluntly that the problem is not the woman, the problem is not the way that they dress the problem is not the the fact that they were drinking it's not the that nothing to do with that it is solely the Responsibility of the men and the attacker should be the one that is accountable.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do you hope that Volume One, you know, continues this discussion within the industry, like nationally and internationally?
1: Yeah, what's well, definitely happening now, and I think you know we've kind of opened the floodgates to this, to this um, openness about what what people have been through, and I think a lot of women felt like if they came out, their careers are on the line, or their people wouldn't believe them or and everybody's been protecting these men that have been basically uh exploiting women trying to make it in their careers in the especially in the Hollywood industry and I mean I think the conversation is you can't you can't like take back a lot of the things that people have been saying and so I think this conversation is just gonna keep happening and I think it's gonna keep growing and I think that's going to be a huge um, way that to change um, how you know women are treated in um, the workplace or in just in general. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's
2: the most important outcome you want from the Venus project as a whole? Do you have hope for some kind of movement to come out of this?
1: I really hope that. Well, for me, the biggest thing that I that I wish for this album is for women to, to feel like they have something to offer as themselves and they don't have to compensate for anything and they don't have to prove anything and they don't have to be apologetic for for the things that they are, whether that's you know, emotional or intelligent or talented or creative, you know, I feel like a lot of women Feel like they have to hold back their opinion or their, even if they know <laughs> that they're right or if they know what they have to say or do is of value. I feel like people hold back for you know somebody's ego and and I really want for that whole attitude that women have to hold themselves back and and you know alter themselves to to fit a stereotype of what women should be and what women can do. I think I just want women to feel like they can banish that from their own um, you know, their own lives and their own um, view on themselves.
2: Yeah, so, so so important. So important. It's amazing that the discussion is happening now though in 2018 um, and a great yeah. contribution to the discussion as well. Um, I just I know I'm getting close to my time limit but this is one question that you might not get asked by everyone else. Have you heard of the, like, weird culty Venus project concept that appears? Like, it's the first thing that appears when you Google the Venus project on Google. Like, it's this weird utopian world where resources are traded instead of money. And they like, it's like to help prevent war and mitigate environmental impact. Have you heard of that?
1: No, but I kind of like, want to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> You don't put your sounds name like, or NZ? That's what comes up. Yeah, I mean that that sounds like something out of a sci-fi movie, but like kind of cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like it's crazy. It's not a real thing, but it was just like this project by Jack Fresco, and he just thought that this would be this way to save humanity.
1: <laughs> that's the first thing that came okay, up. Okay, I'm gonna have to do some research about that actually. <laughs>
2: have a look, that's the association to your new project,
1: it's this weird weird <laughs> I mean you know as long as it's not something that really like is the opposite of what I'm trying to say <laughs> that would be a little bit annoying
0: <laughs> Very abrupt end to the interview there but that was Georgia not, um, on the Venus Project Volume 1 which is being released tomorrow Women's International Women's Day the 8th of March um, I, of course, I had to put in that weird utopian question at the end. But it's so strange. Like the it's first, cool. I looked up the Venus Project just without NZ, without Georgia, mm-hmm. not without anything. And the first thing that comes up is this. It's like uh, an internal system where the currency is crops. And I mean, you know, it's like back like, to the Middle Ages. Yeah, like, like no, like Egyptian times. Yeah, like, radishes and onions were paid. Yeah, as corn, but so it's like, like, like bring that. it back. But this guy, yeah. <laughs> Jacques Fresco. Um, he lived until 101, and he, di- he died last year. Oh, wow. um, and, yeah, I looked into this afterwards because I was like, eh, this is interesting, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to delve deeper. Um, and it was never realized, like, they never started building it. Really? They never did anything. He just planned it to the T. Really? And everything's there, the blueprints, the way that the no society way. would work, everything. So he's like, basically, God, awesome. in the event of nuclear war, <laughs> uh, this is... Would work like oh, this is topical. the way. <laughs> yep, so topical, um, consistently topical. But like listening to that interview as a man from a male perspective, hmm. uh, what are your
1: thoughts? Well, I think that considering how many revelations we've had in the last few years, which let's face it should have happened about 30 years ago (laughs) yeah (laughs) those revelations have definitely opened the door for projects like this to be taken seriously and not to be like poked at by the likes of mike hosking and all that yeah yeah. like, oh, women it's all about women or actually it needs to be all about women right now like it actually matters it's important and if you don't help people that get little representation and more discrimination then what are you doing to be honest yeah Uh, and I think that it sounds great and I like that she's already labelled it volume one leaving it open for the next edition yeah, so I
0: like that I agree I agree. I have a single from that now she's released two singles before the release of the album she's released Won't Hurt and Need a Man but I like Need a Man better oh, because a good, the lyrics yeah. are you say I need a man to protect me from other men don't you see the irony <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, something that I feel quite partial to Fair enough. Uh, so I'm going to play You Need a Man by The Venus Project which is the solo project of of Georgia Knot. Keep it locked on Radio 191 FM.